Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, everyone, and welcome to part two. The sequel. Of this episode of... Legends only. Continued. All right. I think we should talk about the album that everyone is talking about. The one that is sweeping the charts and undeniably won the week. That is, of course, Megan Trainer. Potty Trainers, rise <laughs> the fuck up. <laughs> We're here now. She got fucking obliterated on Twitter. Did you see that? I did. Oh, and I didn't even know that was a thing. Me neither. I remembered, so for the people who don't know, by the way, when Megan Trainer tweeted, send in questions for a Q&A, she got questions, but it wasn't about the album. No. And I had no idea this was a thing still, or was. I think we knew at that time. But anyway, if you'll recall, during the thick of the Britney conservatorship-ness of it all, Lou Taylor, her former business manager, also has ties to a lot of Hollywood, including, and I guess still, Megan Trainer. And I didn't know that. And I didn't know that that was an ongoing thing. Anyway. No. But if you look at her Q&A question, all of the replies were like, Every are you still working reply. with Lou? Yeah. Lou? Shocking to me. She didn't answer that question. No. Um, See, when you do clown around, <laughs> the clown comes back to bite. I had no idea, but because I remembered when everything was going down and people were investigating, like they were talking about all the people that she has worked with and Megan came up, but so did like JLo, Kardashians. Priyanka. Priyanka. Oh, Priyanka, right. So it was like past and present clients, I thought. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I, I guess still very much part of the team and uh, people had some feelings. It is an awkward thing to still be affiliated, though. It's like, girl, get out. Anyway, that's not the album. The album also came out 
it's uh, there if you want to listen. <laughs> um, I will say, I forgot about the TikTok. Did you see the TikTok of the girl who went up and said, could I just quickly get you to shout out my cousins? Yes, I did see that one. <laughs> she said, okay, their names are Lisa, Jenny, Jisoo, and Rose. And she's like, oh, wait, can you just say hi really quick to my cousins? Yes. They couldn't make it. It's hi, Jenny, Jenny, Lisa, Lisa, Rose, and Jisoo. Okay, Jose. Jenny, Lisa, is it on? Rose. Jenny, Lisa, Rose, and Jisoo? Jisoo. Yes. Hi, thanks for not coming, but it's okay. I love you anyways. Thank you. Wait, isn't that Blackpink? Yes. Oh, oh that's... <laughs> oh my God, I didn't even put two and two together. I thought, oh. Yeah, she literally Wait. named the members of Blackpink and she was like, oh, Je- Jenny, Lisa. Oh my God, thanks for not coming. <laughs> They're too busy... On the charts. Right. Um, <laughs> so, so bad. Oh. Okay, wait. So, like, everyone trolled her. Then oh, yes. Because did you see the gay that started singing to her? I did see that. And then just switched into Lady Gaga. The <laughs> end's shallow. Gay friends sing. Because, yeah, 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 yeah. You know I'm all about that bass, about that bass. No trouble, I'm all about that bass. About that, about, 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 about. If I was you, I'd wanna be me too. I'd wanna be me too. I'd wanna be, wanna be. I'm off the deal. Watch as I dive in. I'll never meet the ground. Yes. If you Here we go, back to me. Which I don't know if that was earnest or if that was I, a yeah, troll. Yeah, that might have been I legit. I think that was a troll. I don't know anymore, but I do know that that the fan did do that. And then Megan commented and she was like, you little shit. Like, I love Blackpink. Yeah. I didn't realize in the moment I was jet lagged. I will say this about Megan. She does have a good sense of humor. <laughs> what? She, she does. No, I'm just thinking how funny that TikTok also, was. Also, when I did meet her, she was really funny and cool. So yeah. I can't be a hater. Right. But I have to be honest, I have not listened. No, I haven't either. Like, I can't come on here and lie and say that, like, I was shaking for this because I wasn't. But, like, it's not... <sighs> Sometimes I, like, you know, I, I'm, i like, sitting on the sometimes fence. Sometimes you feel like a sexy baby? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, sometimes I get, like, do I come out and, like, lie? But I can't ever do that because it just doesn't feel... I feel like you can't lie about the music you haven't heard. I have not yeah. listened to that album. Right. I will... Like, if I wanted to, like, lie to appease people, I'd be like, oh my god, Bop, Slay, best album I've ever heard, but, like, I have to be... I stick true to being honest. I have to be honest. I did not even once press play on that album. Yeah, me neither. Yet. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so, anyway, wait. Do you understand what I'm saying? (sighs) It's fine. I suppose she's on notice anyway because her financial dealings are a bit dubious at the moment so it's a bit like okay well whatever i haven't listened to the album anyway (laughs) to be fair to us Uh uh-huh a lot of albums came out (laughs) oh i'm the thing is like it's not even so much an intentional shade it's like too much did come out yeah yeah and and i also listened to all the new edm mixes that like no one wants me to talk about so like (laughs) <laughs> sorry Megan but like you're on the last of the list it's like right you're not getting in no she's at the yeah. she's at the velvet rope yeah waiting to get in you're in queue she's in queue oh my god someone said that to me on my vacation this week uh-huh. they were like um we're gonna have to have you queue over here and I was like oh 
Sounds so chic. Mm-hmm. Well, another album did come out that I did listen to. And, you know, I feel a certain type of way about it being overlooked because we knew this would happen and we've been talking about it for weeks. And that is our Canadian singer-songwriter sensation, Carly Rae Jepsen. She's here with The Loneliest Time. I think it is a fabulous record. Did you listen to this one? I did. Okay. I've had multiple songs on repeat. Well, I definitely think that everyone should give it a listen if you haven't because it's been overshadowed by a certain other album but not in this house not in this house nope nope i really enjoy it um and i've enjoyed it more and more with each play i think it is an album that takes its time more than her others it's less focused on up-tempo synth pop but it's got some nice moments that make more sense now in context like i think i'm surprised by how much i came around on um western wind me too it's and beach house beach house has a chorus that really goes off for me who is having (laughs) that conversation i think if you delete that song Mm -hmm. off this album it's perfect i did i really came around to it Mm -hmm. the the melodies of it i know the men are distracting yeah Um, that's what loses me yeah fair enough fair enough but you know i i reviewed the album and when i do that i i read her interviews and what she said about making the album. And it really gave me an appreciation, especially for the fact that she's intentionally pushing away from expectations of her. And she wants her album to be unexpected. She said, she's not one person. She's not one thing. And she doesn't want the album to be one thing. I think other people are a a lot like this too. I like a visual concept. I like a concept in general for the album. I feel like it helps me get, a sense of the record better if it has a general theme or a visual thing that ties it all together. We love like a rated R we love blackout. Like it just all has such a cohesive imagery Mm -hmm. and sound. And Carly is kind of not, I think ever going to give us that maybe again, since I I feel like emotion was the closest to that. Yeah. Um, And it's fine. I think she just makes great records. She, notoriously records 100 to 200 demos per album which somebody's got to stop her and then she <laughs> and you kind chose of, beach house and, she, no, yeah. <laughs> and then she and i do think she pushes a you know against for that reason of being like yeah i want to do wacky i want to do weird yeah this album was recorded largely in isolation she did it largely over zoom oh so it's the loneliest time for a reason And she found that she was able to write more deeply and introspective by having sort of strangers and doing this in her pajamas at home because she didn't feel as much pressure in a room writing about her life with people. It's got some darker elements. Um, Her grandmother passed away during the pandemic and there was another family loss and she does sort of address it in some ways on the album. Her opening track, which I think is... Uh, killer it's surrender my heart it talks about her finally going to therapy to kind of crack her hardened shell a little bit she always tries to put on a happy veneer so she talked about that she talked about yeah just some moodier elements of the album but there's still some classic carly talking to yourself is Bop. it for me i mean obviously it's the most pop that is the one. I saw of. a lot of stands comparing this to Runaway With Me. Mm. Like, it should be on yeah. that level of yeah. 
pop sure. perfection. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm obsessed with Bad Thing Twice as well. I really love uh, Joshua Tree. Mm. Like all of it, to be honest. It's got a very star and moon themed lyricism throughout. Very much under the moon, under the stars. She names signs sometimes, planets. She talked about how the moon is incorporated in the tour and that the moon is also something that sort of connects everyone through loneliness. Everyone kind of like looks to the moon. Yeah. Look at her up there. Look at her. Oh, it's foggy. We can't see yeah, her. Well, she's having a moment. <laughs> Shout out to the bonus track, Anxious. <gasps> That's this, really. I think, uh, I don't know, might be my favorite. Yeah. But then I was like bopping to Western Wind on repeat. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, she's starting again. But Anxious is so good. Anxious is that girl for me. Uh, I mean, like a horny, anxiety-riddled, Minogue-sounding anthem. That's that's it for me. I love it. I'm just shocked that this was a bonus track and Beach House was on the main album. I know. Just saying. I know. I know. Watching, she works like, in two weeks from ways. now, I'm going to be singing Beach House on repeat. I just think that that chorus really, it, 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 it got me now. Like, I get it now. I do get it. And especially because I know that the album isn't like that. It's a fun little, like diddy mm-hmm. now to me but even western wind she said was about mourning the loss of old things and people you used to have but remembering that they're still part of your experience and that kind of gives it a heavier more thoughtful kind of vibe yeah i had the melodic sound stuck in my head the doom doom oh doom, yeah doom. yeah but I think it's probably it's musically her richest album as far as like trying different sounds and styles. It's most diverse, I think, of experimenting. Yeah. She never lands anywhere, which that could be a criticism. But when you write and record 200 songs an album, that's what's going to happen, I guess. She also already said she has like 65 songs that she would consider for side B. Oh, wow. So... The happiest time. The happiest time. The I would, silliest time. You know, I wouldn't want to constrict anyone's creativity, but I do wonder what it would be like if she was given the assignment of like 15 tracks and you've got to make that the album. Like what happens if she couldn't write insanely? 15 is tight, but you know, I think she's a lot more prolific than some artists. Maybe they have like five or six that didn't make the cut mm-hmm. or 10 or 20, but like a hundred, 200 is like, girl, yeah. put down the pen. We got to organize those into eras. It's something. She yeah. also, she said she doesn't want to be an era girl. Oh, come on. Who she doesn't, doesn't want to be an era girl? She doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't want to be defined, which is one of those. Like things. I get it, but also like, I love an era. I know. I think she doesn't vibe with one of the aspects we love of pop stardom, which is, New hair, new new sound, new new vibe. You know, True. like she kind of just wants to do her thing, write about her experiences, and I respect it. But if she would ever like to do a concept record, I would welcome it. But see, she says that, but then the cover for this is like matches the original Western Wind promo. So like she is kind of doing an era. <laughs> kind of, I suppose. It's just not, she definitely isn't one to do a very like stark yeah. Beginning and like end. loud era. Yes. Carly's loud era. Uh, I mean, I would live. Oh my God. Could you imagine? I could not actually, but Run I Run away do. with the only girl in the world. Uh, the long and short of it is great record. It's more of a grower, I, in my opinion, than previous records because it does take its time, but that doesn't mean it's not good. It's just mm-hmm. 
There's airier moments. It's loneliest time. It's yeah. loneliest time. And the song, um, there's a floating one that I really love too, um, that she actually borrowed from a song a decade ago to make, which is shocking, called Ben's. It's really gorgeous and summery, shimmery. And she had a unreleased track called Sun on You from back like pre-Kiss. And she borrowed lyrics from that for this. Oh. And that's the track that she had said deals with the aftermath of the loss of one of her family members. And it's sort of like sunshiny, but like wistful, you know? And there's something cool about that. Those lyrics were so important to her to make work finally a decade later. Like mm-hmm. she was intent on finally making it work. I thought that was cool. Anyway. She's an artiste. And of course, popping off on TikTok. Yeah. Still. Loneliest Time Itself, the song, which I found sort of fitting, is connecting everybody with this silly little moment. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's having, I looked uh, this morning to check 63,000 videos to that sound. Holy shit. I know. And it all, that's all you need. And and it was one of those things where it's like Carly Rae Jepsen is not thinking of this needs to be a viral TikTok. No, I don't think she gives a shit. So I think it's just one of those things that worked. It hit. It's like how we spammed Run Away With Me on Vine. Yes, 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 yes. Aging myself here. Yeah. But Gen Z, you did not do it first. And to this saying. day, it is still a bit of a, um, what do you call it? A Rick roll, Rick roll, mm-hmm. where you open something and it's the sax blast yep. in your face. I got Rick rolled on TikTok actually earlier. Did you? Yeah. What was it? There was this girl and <laughs> I think it's because I like Cardinals that I got this. And she's like, did you know that a bird's chirp, if you slow it down, it <laughs> actually has some of the most beautiful melodies in the world. And she's saying this sincerely, yes. like super earnest. Yeah. And she's like, and everyone knows that I love the Northern Cardinal and this is what their chirp sounds like. And she played the chirp, which was an actual chirp. And she's like, and if you slow it down, it, it's this. And it was, shawty is like a melody in my head. <laughs> and then it cuts <laughs> off. And all the comments are like, I can't trust anyone ever. Can oh never trust God. again. But yeah, I got gotcha. I got Rick rolled there. Yeah. But yeah, I'm really loving this. I was like bopping to Western Wind all morning while I was cleaning. It's really soothing and calming. Mm-hmm. Western I Wind is my like... friend. I never said that. <laughs> <laughs> Me in three weeks yeah. at Beach House. Yeah. I also love that she gives us short songs, mm-hmm. but also full yeah. length tracks. Because at sure. first I was like, why is this going so fast? Mm-hmm. And I was getting a little annoyed. I was like, Miss Carly. Mm-hmm. But then it comes back. Yeah. She's giving us all ranges of pop. Really is. A solid hour long album. Yeah. Which is difficult to get. Not everyone does that anymore. No. No. I think it's a great record. And I think this is just a Carly Rae Jepsen album, which is a high compliment, to be honest. Like, she's going to put together a bunch of random tracks and it'll be good. Mm -hmm. Go run away with me and go listen to that album. Yeah. That's the long and short of it. Also... We want to shout out to Legends Only fans, Andrea and Benji. Yes. Who went to Carly's meet and greet and got a photo with her. And Benji's wearing Legends Only merch. Yes. Thank you for the shout out. And did Carly read it? Is what I. Oh, my God. That was my first thought was like, oh, no. Is she like (laughs) reading this? It's like, what was that? What was that? (laughs) Yeah. They posted. Photos and videos. Mm-hmm. Carly looked very happy. Yeah. It was very sweet. Also, high fashion award high fashion, to Andrea with that always. sweater. I was like, um, that looks so 
cozy. She's not serving your honor. <laughs> She's not yes. cozy, Jacqueline. Anyway. I also loved the artwork in front at the store when it was like Harley Rae Jepsen. Like, oh, yeah. It was very like vintage. So vintage. You know? Classic. Throwback. Hand painted. You know who else is a fan of this album? Who? Bobby Marks <gasps> on TikTok. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> now, Bobby did a really good remix of, or a mashup of Talking to Yourself mm-hmm. on his SoundCloud that's fantastic, that's getting a lot of love. Yeah. But he also posted a TikTok. Now, for some people, this will ruin the song, but for people like myself, it made it even better. He said, I cannot unhear Trisha Paytas on Shooting Star. And I was giggling at it because I heard it. And then this morning, I was cleaning while playing the album on Shuffle. Mm -hmm. And I genuinely had a moment where I was like, what? Why is Trisha Paytas? And then I looked and I was like, oh my God, it's Shooting Star. It really does sound like Trisha. I guess it does. I have to revisit. For me, it's Kylie, but I, I, I see the the Trisha of it all. What a well, Kylie reference. was, you know, very inspired by, by Trisha. Yeah. That is what she's always saying in interviews. <laughs> That's <laughs> Stan. And we will actually discuss a, another thing that ruined a pop album that I sent to you on Instagram. Uh, (laughs) because we're finally getting into it yes the other other album that came out this week get a good lawyer (laughs) literally it's midnight's it's time it's time the clock struck 12 and we all bought our four clock vinyls to put it together to make a clock on the wall i didn't listen until yesterday I was living my folklore era up in the woods. You were not ready. Which, by the way, shout out to all of our supporters over on patreon.com slash legends. We do an after show every week after the, the show, show where we talk about things. So if you would like to directly support the pod, if you think we're funny, or even if you don't and you still want to support you can go over to Patreon, support us monthly, and get bonus content, bonus episodes, and join our Discord. Sure can. And the subject of this week's after show is <laughs> I finally went away on a trip for the first time in- Finally get the fuck out of here. Yeah, literally. For like the first time in three years, I actually went on a trip. Yep. For two days, mm-hmm. I went to the woods. I went into the woods and then out of the woods. Yeah. And I was- Taylor living, came out, you went oh, in. Oh my God, wait. I didn't post this anywhere yet, but- I literally have like a folklore era photo. Oh my Let me god! Show you. Do you have your? Look at this. It's Wait. like literally, and there's like a a flash of light across. Is there flannel me. involved? Oh yeah, that's yeah. it. Just make it black and white. Me in the woods. Yeah, you'll have to post it. Mm-hmm. But then the Swifties will be like, "Wrong era, bitch." Look how high up we were. Yeah, I climbed a mountain. <laughs> like, can you believe it? I actually can't. But yeah, we talk about that in the bonus episode. So check it out yeah. there if you are a Patreon if you care legends only fan. Mm-hmm. But yes, Ma- midnight is here. Yeah. Well, <laughs> here's what I'll say. First of Uh-oh. all, first of all, and second of all, first of all, and second of all, you can be first of all this week, and I'll be second of all. Okay. <laughs> I have a. Interesting relationship with Taylor. I would say first and foremost that she's not my girl and she's not for me. And that is okay. Yeah. 
I lived with a Swifty from 2012 to 2014. <laughs> Thank you for your support, first and foremost. Um, it was a difficult Nobody time. Nobody was killed. <laughs> and by doing so, I have a pretty adept, astute uh, knowledge of Red Era and going into 1989. And 1989, I think we all agreed, was a slay, a bop, a oh, it's Max one of, Martin banger. To me, it's one of the best pop to records me? of all time. It goes off. New Romantics Forever. Yes. So then I was like in it. I was vaguely in it for reputation. I Oh, I loved her villain era. Yeah. I really had a moment with folklore during lockdown. It really hit at the right time of the lakes, the lakes, the quarantine. I said that this weekend. I said, take me to the lakes. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, look at, did you look how clear this water was? I was shook. I could see at the bottom. Um, I'm sure they could see. And I wasn't looking in the mirror. The bottom. Yeah. (laughs) Look at that. You beat me to it. You were looking at that. Yeah. Beautiful. I literally said, take me to the lakes. Mm, Anyway, sorry. Continue. Um, you know, evermore I trickled back out. Uh, oh, lover. I, did not love oh my god see that's where i differ i thought me was a bop i know you very bravely are me stan yeah yeah I... yeah you wear that badge proudly um i'm trying to you can't spell awesome without me <laughs> <laughs> you can't spell flop without oh <laughs> i don't know what to say i appreciate the songwriting i appreciate the hooks they're undeniably talented as a songwriter undeniably you know, one of the biggest stars of this generation, but just not my girl. And that's okay. I can appreciate from afar. Is it okay? I no, I have a knife held up to my throat right now. <laughs> um, there's a gun to my head. And I will say, I have a lot of difficulty with what happens on Taylor Swift release day, generally, which is I feel I feel insane. The world loses its shit everyone has opinions and it's so loud and she's broken every single record known to man already so far the vinyl record the streaming record oh yeah they're all in like 20 million streams oh she is like on track to have the second highest in history or something ever of all time yeah yeah wow something crazy it's something crazy and it's just a lot and it makes me want to root against it because that's not like my person necessarily. So I get like annoyed by it, mm-hmm. but I took myself out and same. I also, you know, you get flooded. The first reviews were five, five, a hundred percent, like instant, not pitchfork instant classic. Well, she did chart higher than Peppa. She did, but they still came for their heads. And yeah, you know, the reviewers in the witness protection program for giving it a seven The comments under that <sighs> tweet. The one person that tweeted, a little too high. The replies under that. Oh, I was having a field day reading all of them. It's something. <laughs> and, you know, I've, well, we've both had experiences on the internet and yeah. certainly with Stan Culture. And it gets, it is why, for better or for worse, negative reviews are more few and far between because it's not worth what you get. Mm-hmm. If you're too honest or, or too mean, you know, if you're being mean for the sake of mean, whatever, it doesn't go over well no i also feel like even if you're just honest honest and say it's good yeah but not the album of the century mm-hmm. then that's not a good well i'm not scared year. of you on here did you hear that <laughs> speak for yourself i'm fucking terrified fucking little telltale rat. 
I do think we're, we're fearless. Honest. I will say. We speak now yeah. because we're fearless. Oh, look at that. Oh, she is a Swifty. Swifty confirmed. Fucking liar. Fucking liar. Oh, my God. Well, look, she's cheer captain and Carly's in the bleachers. <gasps> oh. And sometimes, you know, I am prone to the underdog. Always. Same. Although that her narrative is still very much like she does talk about outsiderdom and feeling like the underdog. Like Mama is outselling all our faves. Yes. And, and she is breaking on... the million mark. I feel um, like... Oh, mm. Nothing to do with how I feel about the album, which is coming up. No. I feel like Taylor has entered into her own orbit now. Like, I feel like she's untouchable now. She's in her own legend status now yeah. where it's like its own right. world. Right, right, right. That's I'm being complimentary. Right. It just makes it difficult to like see the album for what it is, mm-hmm. I think. And so I was having a difficult time all weekend like listening objectively in any any way because my timeline was filled and my TikTok was filled with like people crying at every single lyric. Right. Like every single line. They were just like <gasps> and it's hard. Because... Me listening to one of the songs, I won't lie. Well, I will say, so the, as for the album itself, I really do like it. Wow. I do. I feel like I have them all memorized already merely because of how much they've been put in front of my face on TikTok and on the internet in general. The lines, because the thing that people do with the Taylor albums is they immediately dissect who's this about, who's that about, what's this line mean? And half for work and half just out of it being in my face. I know all of those things now. Question, the song question. Immediately there's fan theories that it's either Harry Styles or it's another Gaylor confirmed with Carly Claus because of the lyrics. I haven't dug into all of the lore oh, it goes so yet. Deep. It goes so deep. I'm like, can I just listen to this and <clears throat> connect my own self to these lyrics? Right. You know what I mean? How is this gay for me? Yeah. <laughs> But also true. I, yeah. Um, like when I listen to the songs, I, I actually am kind of glad that I muted the noise because I'm like, yeah, I want to listen to these lyrics and find how I connect to them. Not the lore of the Swift talk, you right. know? Right. Which that's fine. I'm not saying like you can do that. Yeah. But like for to me, I don't want to. I don't care about Jake Gil- Gyllenhaal or whatever or the scarf. Right. I'm the over it. scarf. Uh, high level, I thought there were shades of 1989's like clean like that towards that side of the album and then reputation mm-hmm. i thought especially like vigilante shit this is very reputations <clears throat> sister rep to me sister with yeah. some lover sprinkled in yeah it sort of fits in between reputation and lover i would say it's interesting because it seems like a step back towards pop mm-hmm. but also still with the jack antonoff of it all yeah it's very her yeah, and very, you know, midnight. <laughs> I actually, I legitimately, like, Lavender Haze from The Jump. I liked Lavender Haze, the Same. first track. Um, Maroon felt like, yes, the continuation of Red, like, concept there felt like. <laughs> Same hue, you know. Same hue. Different shades. I genuinely like all of it. I don't dislike the album by any means. I'm not sure where I'm connecting with it yet, except for, and I think we have the same one, You're On Your Own Kid. I love it. Yeah. I'm obsessed with it. Well, you know what that is as part of the lore. What? 
So that is part of the sacred track five. And every track five on Taylor's albums are said to be the sentimental, emotional, vulnerable, most personal. Oh, I did not know that. All Too Well is a track five, for instance. What's track five on 1989? Um, Oh. uh, It's not clean. I know that. All you had to do was stay. Oh, Bob. Yeah. So, but there's like Delicate, (gasps) The Archer. All you had to do is stay. White Horse is a known one. Very known. Dear John. Like, My Tears Ricochet. That's a good one from Folklore. So, and of so course... Like track five of every Taylor album is like the true huh. The true huh. And okay, I got it. the you holy... You have to explain to yeah, yeah. you, know... The magnum opus, I think the one that's generally agreed upon is All Too Well, which then got its own 10-minute version and 10 years later. Hmm. <laughs> I personally I would have done a 10 minute version of clean but I'm just saying <laughs> I I have to um applaud that that's good I I genuinely do like all too well I, I yes I get it I get I get the hype on that one but you know in spite of the tidal wave of attention and everything I I get it it's a good album anti-hero of course the title song the lead single has a line that will be overused and abused by gays for years to come. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. Did you see the meme of Kylie Jenner revealing her wax figure? And she's like, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) I do like that one. I mean, way to give the gays an excuse to be poorly behaved. Yeah. Um, it is you. It is you. You are the problem. Me. <laughs> and <laughs> find the note. Find the note. Of course, I would be remiss not to discuss the duet. Lana Del Rey, Snow on the Beach. Well, it was called a duet, but there was no duet there. <laughs> I will say, like, Lana I is... All over Lana the track underneath. Underneath. But she but doesn't have her own. <laughs> it's like that. It's like Taylor's yeah. just, you know, the main and yeah. Lana's just in the back, like, yeah. yeah. Which is kind of a sleigh. It is. I will uh, forever be grateful and indebted to Taylor for delivering Lana her next chart hit. Like, this is going to slay the charts. Yeah. I think it did already. And you know she doesn't give a fuck. And you know she doesn't know this song exists. Except for the gays who badgered her outside recently. It's like, leave her alone. She lost her laptop. No, you fucking didn't. Oh, Are you fucking dead That is awful. Oh, yeah. So I... Lana had her laptop camcorders and hard drives all stolen. You would be. Which, like, you're kind of a clown for having that in your car. Well, but... we cannot. No, yes, we can't. We can't but victim like, shame. But No, but. I mean, why is that not in like a vault? Why, but why is the book not on a cloud? Yeah. Is my question. No, not that. You know how I am, and I'm nobody. I am. I have Sam. at least eight backup drives or shit. Well, as she explained irrelevant. it, she like didn't do all of that because she wanted to be private and avoid it. And she's like, "Well, look how that turned out. Like, I thought I was yeah. protecting myself by not doing that." <sighs> So she lost a manuscript for a book. Leave her alone. I know. And then whatever comes out and even more creepy and, you know, invasion of privacy is like, she's like, I lost my camcorders and we were recording years of my life and I don't know what's going to come out of that unfiltered. So that's not great. 
Um, leave Chaotic Lana alone. Two coming to UPN next. I'm oh, sorry. There's probably a great reality joke. show in there, but <sighs> there's only 24 hard drives. Oh, 24 gigabytes. Yeah. <laughs> no. Sorry. Well, oh. we are gonna hope that nothing else leaks. That is, I think, why Snow on the Beach came out before the rest of the album on the internet. Like, I think she needs to go to jail. Whoever she being shattered who... her fucking windows. Sad and glass. Yep. Well, I actually do really like Snow on the Beach. Yeah. My favorites of this one. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, rewind. I will start off by saying that I don't know anything about the lore. I have okay. not dug into the, you know, like, read between these lines, you fucking bitch. <laughs> I have not done any of that. Yeah. I am very excited for the Swifties because she fed the Swifties with this. She did. And then this... she gave them a midnight snack and then a late night snack after mm-hmm. that. It is like an hour, 10 minute deluxe uh-huh. album. Right. With visuals and all this kind of stuff. She yeah. really did feed the girls. So I'm very excited for the Swifties. I too do not consider myself a Swiftie. I love her lyric writing. Mm-hmm. Like if you just read the lyrics without the music, they're very beautiful, mm-hmm. very poetic. But I am obsessed with You're On Your Own Kid. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah. And also, Bigger Than the Whole Sky mm. was kind of giving me the true huh. But other than that, it was giving me a little bit of the same old, same old. Yeah. Which I guess is fine. Kind of like how Cascada used the same beat off of Every Time We Touch. <laughs> I think we're the first people brave enough to compare Taylor to Cascada. Well, someone out the there will, One Somebody's... person at least out there will agree with me, I feel. Yeah. I, I really do like quite a few of the songs. Um, I still have to marinate yeah. on the Karma. Karma's like Ooh, a cat in her lap. Yes. The lyrics in this are so good. Okay, yes. Karma's up there for me too. And Bejeweled, I came around on. At first I was like, oh, Bejeweled. But now I'm like, oh, Bejeweled. A little 1989 Also, the Karma song is kind of like a gag. Like it really did. Mm-hmm. There's just a part of Taylor that will always, for me, just be... She's got a little villain in her, and I like it. Yes, but I guess it's hard for me to take it threateningly serious. Like well, when she's in vigilante shit, when it's like, draw the cat eye sharp as a... I'm like, did you? Also, somebody pointed out, and I'll never unhear it now, that the opening of vigilante shit is very, open up the safe, bitch has got a lot to say. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Let me... We're not going to play it here because I don't need that. Yeah, lawsuit. That. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> yep. I can confirm. I never thought of that, but yeah. I also like the cover photo. Oh, I th- I think the whole shoot is really beautiful. I'm I'm always going to be a sucker for like late night anxiety, uh, muted tones. Yeah. Slash whatever this 2010s throwback Tumblr aesthetic is. Yeah. Into it's it. giving like, I'm about to be cozy. <laughs> By Jacqueline Hill and light a candle and, and kill have man. my, you know, folklore in the woods fall moment. You know what I mean? Like it could be that. Yeah. But it's also giving a little bit because the eyeshadow and the way she's looking at the fire yeah. is like, I'm about to light this bitch up. Like yep. there's a little bit of an edge to it. And I love it. I love an edge. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It's very Xena before she threw the molotov cocktail in right. myself tonight that's the energy it's giving yes yeah uh, another song ruined on tiktok is midnight rain the opening vocoded 
voice, unfortunately. Oh, <laughs> so can I confess? You thought you f- that was him? Yeah. Yes. Somebody- when you first sent this, I watched you sending this to me on Instagram before <laughs> I listened in full. Mm-hmm. So I legitimately thought you sent me a James Charles song. Oh my god! And I was like, "No, he did not." On Taylor's release day, release this, and then I He's got gonna to sell her. I got to the song, and I was like, "Wait, haven't I heard this?" Yeah. Oh yeah, that is. Uh, I knew that would happen too. I knew I was like, he probably thinks this is actually. Yes, I did. James Charles vo- voicing the opening of Midnight Rain. Yeah, that's yeah. why I responded with eye lip eye emoji because I was like, I can't believe he did that. Yeah. <laughs> And you did, did it, it at my birthday dinner. I did it on my midnight's release. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Also, shout out Legend on Legend Behavior. Um, Snow on the Beach uh, includes a lyric. Now I'm all for you, like Janet. <gasps> Bop. Which Janet then listened to on her TikTok and shouted out Taylor. And then Taylor responded with a very sweet tweet. As she should. This is a place for legends. And it was a little love lover fest canceled. Um, love fest. Oh, that's right. It was canceled. Lover fest was canceled. But now we've got the, whatever midnight's folk more lover fest coming. That's something. But yeah, a little legend on legend behavior. <laughs> um. So takeaways. I like the album. I'm still letting it marinate. Yeah, I'm marinating still no it's definitely a good album like i can't knock it no no i do this is gonna sound so stupid but like i do (laughs) i want her to go electronic but like in the way that she did the vocals on this is what you came for Mm -hmm. i do want to see taylor do something like fucking wild and crazy you know what i mean yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen. It won't, but I would love to see it. I guess you never really know. No. But I'm pretty sure she's in her... I think because the lyrics song. are so emo. Yeah. I love an emo house anthem. Right. Well, the like, remixes will go off as yeah. they come, I'm sure, from this era. Yeah, on your own, kid. Yeah. Oh, I don't, that was like kids bop. <laughs> cut that out <laughs> my thoughts are i'm very happy for the swifties first and foremost i think it's more songwriting that i'm going to need to dive into further although i feel like i know all the lines already and you know this is great for the music industry she's shifting those sales mm-hmm. so we're happy about that <laughs> yeah take me to the links. I basically feel the same way as like watching, you know, if it, if it were a Danny Minogue album, I too would be crying at every single lyric and making TikToks. So I get it. I mm-hmm. get it. It's just, you know, we all have our faves. We've been there. We've been there. Yeah. Overanalyzing every Me single Me listening line. to Freaky. Yeah. We've mm-hmm. been there. <laughs> Sorry. It's not that serious. And really um, thoughts and prayers to uh, any critics. I yeah, literally. That. Like... God help you if you don't give it a five out of five. Well, I don't, but. (laughs) Well, it's not my home address they'll be leaking. (laughs) (laughs) It's, yeah. Yeah. 
Metacritic is not everything, everybody. We don't need a number to validate our experience of our faves. That's an important thing to take in mind. Keep in no. mind. I also think to stand culture, yeah. having learned and been through the ringer multiple uh-huh. times, yeah. I don't need everyone else to love something as much as I love it. Mm-hmm. I'm finding peace in like, if I freak out about a song and I love it and it brings me joy, right. that's fine. I'm a read bot okay? Yeah. I know a thing or two about going against the grain. Right. Like when people <laughs> panned, it's my favorite new word, mm-hmm. um, panned <laughs> Superficial by Heidi Montag. Right. I don't care. Right. Because you're- You took those bullets. Okay. You're entitled to have your wrong opinion. Right. It's bops. Right. And yeah. Yeah. So exactly. I don't know what the point is with that, but- Yeah. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> yeah. Stream body language. <sighs> well, we hope that everybody who, uh, yeah, that you like Midnight's. <laughs> yeah, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. And no, you don't. Um, it's fine. Yeah. Then, like, don't listen to it if you don't like it. Yeah. It's very, like, that Marky Mark video. It's like, okay, and what do you want <laughs> me to do about that? <laughs> Seven out of ten on Pitchfork. That's right, which is no longer, I guess, the gay grade because... They've been giving out 6.5s left and right to the girlies. So Mm -hmm. I guess she outcharted that. But yeah. Should we have like a low rating? We should, honestly. On the low scale? We should. We have to come up with a funny name. Like what was that um, that scale that you always talked about of like... Kinsey scale? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to be something funny like that. (laughs) We'll Uh, think of... We'll come back to it later. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it should be graded on different merits mm-hmm. like songwriting bop ability tit shaking level oh <laughs> dance ability <laughs> one tit shook yeah. throughout this album i'm afraid <laughs> but songwriting right up there yeah all right all right <laughs> well anyway anyway there is yet another album that is making waves this week yes for its 20th anniversary that's right it's time to get mine and get yours. <gasps> Bob. It's time to soar. Ugh. The true huh? I might cry on this episode. Straight through to stripped 20. I'm feeling uh, I mean, what a song for that release day, to be honest. Honestly. It was a stacked week to be releasing. Well, it's going to be appreciated here. Let me just That's say right. that. Yes, everyone, we are discussing the 20th anniversary of Stripped, the second album by Legentina, Christina Aguilera, half up, half down. Hair, hair bra, right, <laughs> from the video. Mm-hmm. 20th anniversary edition. The graphic art of the 20th anniversary edition is giving me Janet Jackson's 20-year-old um, album art competition from 2006, a little bit. yeah. Mm. Um, which is fine. Could have done without the twenties all yep. <clears throat> down the the side. Could have, um, personally, in my opinion. But what do I know? Well, we have the twentieth anniversary edition, which includes a few bops at the end, besides and beautiful Benny Benassi remix. Bop. She went electronic. She yeah. She said, "You'll cry those tears on the dance floor." 
I also love that she did this because it's an homage to that time period. Like, yeah. Ugh, I stand Benny Benassi, obviously. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Benassi Brothers rock in the sky. Ugh. Oh. Benassi, the celebration remix. Ugh. <gasps> ugh. Well, yes, there's a remix and there's also a new music video of Beautiful. This shade is so good. Dozen Jacqueline Hills in a room. Dozen, there could be a hundred Tati Westbrooks in a room and you just <laughs> need one ex-Tina. And they're all beautiful, they no are. matter what you say. Exactly. Yes, we got a new updated music video for Beautiful, kind of exploring the social pressures, the iPhone of it all of mm. the world today and once again it is still relevant i feel like the kids these days have it harder for sure absolutely this was honestly okay all jokes aside this video is very haunting to me because it's extremely sad at how real mm-hmm. it is yeah i am endlessly grateful that we experienced half of our lives largely off the internet mm-hmm. and even more grateful that we never had social media throughout high school yeah and before i feel like it is if it's damaging to us it is so damaging for kids yeah so it's a point she's made several and yeah the message is still relevant today sadly body image stuff comparisons can't hold us down yeah but it's cool that she did that for this yeah, Stripped is an album that means a lot to her and to a lot of people. It's very much a coming out album for a lot of people of a certain age in our age range. Mm-hmm. And very much inspirational. Women's empowerment, gay empowerment, any otherdom, otherness, honestly. Like, yeah. That's what Xtina really represented on this album. And embracing your sexuality, whichever way that may be. And not letting anyone tell you what to do. It's a very important era. Now, where were you at in the Christina world at this moment in time? Oh. Were you still a hater? I cannot lie. I can't lie to the general public. This no. was knee deep in the rivalry. And I did not acknowledge at the time. Wow. Beautiful, yes. Fighter, yes. Dirty, yes. Because they were everywhere. But I was not doing the deep digging into the album at that time. Because wow. I... Was on those forums. I wasn't actually writing anything, but I do. I remember the Britney Christina of it all. Yeah. That's so fascinating. Yeah. I don't know why. I just. I mean, I get it. Like, Stan Culture is the same Stan now. Culture, so yeah. I get it. Yeah. I've, I've since righted my wrongs, obviously, and come to see the light and the voice within. And obviously, this is an incredible record. So, would you say that you haven't heard some of these? non-singles until more recently now. not like this year at all mm-hmm. but it was i mean by the time i was out i was listening to all the girls so that was only a few years later i really it wasn't insanely longer that i did finally listen to everything certainly by keeps getting better i already wow. did the digging but okay. it, it took me a few years to finally kick my stupid stan war internally mm-hmm. uh but we've uh We've come around full circle, and yeah, I stand. I had a very different experience with this album. I know. Okay, so she is in my Legends binder, the original <laughs> one from twenty years ago. It is in pristine condition. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't know, 
I joke and I tease Christina all the time. It is one of my favorite things Past to do. Times, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the stripped album, I can say, saved my life during this time. Oh. Like, I, I'm all jokes aside, I am being dead serious, very earnest here. This album, specifically the song Soar, I genuinely don't think I would have survived high school and I don't think I would be here today if it was not for this album. I just got very serious, I know. But like this album means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. Like the lyrics in this album, I think that's why it's like when I talk about Taylor and like Midnight's and like blah, 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 I don't have to be like, you know, the biggest fan, but I can understand and appreciate how someone can connect to a song. Definitely. Because I know like how much. Um, also, the voice within definitely has a special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. I do have one. Can you believe it? But yeah, Soar is like mm-hmm. an anthem, like a life-saving anthem to me. And I'm sure I'm not alone in that. Mm-mm. Yeah. Oh. Well, Specifically the lyrics, the boy who wonders, is he good enough for them? He's trying to please them all, but he just never seems to fit in, is literally me. And I still feel the same now. Mm-hmm. Which is why it's very interesting that this album is, I think seeing the video for Beautiful, I had a very strong emotional reaction to it because I feel like when I watch the music video, the original one, and you see the gay kid yeah, in it. That was impactful. Yeah. Like I, like if I ever met Christina Aguilera, all jokes aside and like half up, half down, drag queen, lady land, I would genuinely say to her, the imagery that you used in the video back then, mm-hmm. I felt seen and I felt like, okay, there's someone else like me out there. And then hearing the lyrics and soar. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. I yeah. love that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to cry right now because I'm not in the mood to, mm-hmm. but yeah. The beautiful video was extremely important. Mm-hmm. And I remember being shook by it just because we only got those tiny little glimpses of gay life. And usually it was extremely stereotypical and extremely the butt of the joke. So to see her show sympathy, empathy for all sorts of people, but including the gays in the video was extremely meaningful. If I wasn't such an ass, I would have explored further Mm -hmm. because yeah, she was, she was doing it for the, for the outcasts in a big way. And yeah, it's the album is hugely important to people. I I think a lot of people also asked about us talking about the album because it was so impactful for them and important. And it really shows. And I'm really glad that she's honoring it for that reason. Mm-hmm. Also, the interludes mm-hmm. are fucking iconic. Yes. We have the interludes on Brooke Hogan's Redemption because of this album. And that is a fact that is a fact she like the stripped intros are the blueprint they're so fucking good and the way that they use them in the live um in the uk tour yeah oh my fucking god epic epic the visuals in this are epic dark she went so i don't know she was like anti-pop in a way with this album yeah, as she talked about in her high fashion, mm-hmm. she talked about how much she was pushing away from what she was being told to be as a pop star. Yeah. And yeah, there was always something inside her that wanted to not be at all that and do jazz and do burlesque and do things that were very musically different. So yeah, 
And of course, we have so many iconic looks from the era as well. Those chaps. Dirty. Dirty, my God. Oh, filthy. Nasty. Whoa. I remember being scared of the fighter video. Like, that is... No, it was very Marilyn Manson, I yeah. thought, the video. And I was very, like... At that point, I was super prep. I was, like, you know, the Abercrombie, like, preppy boy bullshit. And so wow. that was, like, very... I was scared of Hot Topic. Not me. Of... Ever since that one... F. <laughs> Ever since that one queen told me I was too ugly to be in Hollister. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Look, I was Where's just getting off shift and I was <laughs> tired. <laughs> you should try Sears. And I see that one day. It's true though. Like that was literally this era was like. Yeah. It was I, like you were preppy or goth. Yeah. I was just a weirdo and like everyone, no one liked me. And I was like, I didn't fit in anywhere. And I just would go and put stripped into my little, cas- not cassette, CD player, yeah. Walkman. Yeah. And I would be like, spread your wings and suck. That note she hits at the end. Oh my God. <laughs> oh. I, w- I hope I can, I just want a million dollars so I could pay Christina Aguilera to sing Soar Live. I can't, like at that time, I had to have been listening to Dance Dance Revolution soundtracks ayumi hamasaki britney destiny's child like i'm trying to remember where i was musically in 20 2001 2002 and it was like yeah and i was pretending to like blink 182 i remember that fondly all the small things i mean not the worst band to pretend to like you know when you needed that like shelter of straight Mm. passing not that it was not not the boot passing boot cut jeans and the flip-flops was kind of a giveaway my lip smacker yeah, it didn't last long. I was outed by 20, 2002. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because In The Zone was like my formal coming out album. Yeah. This was like a precursor for that. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, get mine, get yours. <laughs> oh my God, get what? Get what? Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was dancing to Dusty Child's Sexy Daddy, like finding that really like relatable. And I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. Are all the boys not dancing to this? Um, No, but. Wow. Yeah, I I don't I won't say regret because we were I was a child. Yeah, but no, it's, you can't. It's have too regrets. bad that like I didn't have the experience because no matter even though that I know the album now, it's not the same as like living through it. You know, mm-hmm. so I can still appreciate the legacy, and she honors it clearly. And yeah, hopefully we get more stuff. Wouldn't that be cool? If she did like a stripped one night only <gasps> at Rolling at Rolling Stone. At Radio City, just like one night only strip. Christina, or any F words that are listening Please, that have anybody take the fucking idea and do it. I, oh my God, I would sob. I would be sobbing. I'd be a mess. Literally, it's so, I'm saying easy, like it's easy, but like just the album straight just, through. The intro oh is my God, the intro. Could literally reuse, uh, have you seen Strip Live in the UK? No. <gasps> Bradley Stern, are you I, fucking, you've not seen, I have the DVD. I can't lie. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I know. Are you fucking kidding me? I know. I know. The performance of Get Mine, Get Yours on the stripped live in the UK, the note that she hits when she sings, the fighter's jumping out. I need to have a seat. No. The note that she hits when she sings At Last. Oh, well, that I've seen. Okay. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I, I've i absolutely seen performances it. from yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I think I've never sat down and watched the DVD, and mm. I need to. Um, But At Last was like obviously a moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Impossible. Impossible. Ugh. Yeah, I feel like I feel like a one night only 
needs to happen. Yeah. Because I think also, too, with this album, everyone thinks of just Dirty and the scarf tits, which was, uh, watching that VMA live and seeing her come down those stairs. Yes, that I remember. Ugh. Iconic. But there actually is a lot of heavy shit in this album. For sure. Yeah. Which, revisiting now, it's like, oh, wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel that. I still feel that. Yeah. Agreed. Should be taught in schools. Put your hands on my waistline. (laughs) Oh, so good. And also keep on singing my song. Oh. That one's also like. Yeah. It's like you're sad. You're like upset. You feel like an outcast. But she's like, I'm, I mean, the concept of keep on singing my song is like, she's going to keep on. Oh my God. I love this album so much. Like I really do. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. This isn't the end to the celebration, and maybe she'll do a live concept of some sort. I would love that. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else from that specific era that really... Oh, know what else is funny from that era? And this is the last thing. Mm-hmm. Wendy Williams talking about meeting her. Oh. <laughs> Fucking iconic. I wish we had the clip of that, but we can... Uh, I have it. I'm putting it <laughs> in. Yeah, I didn't put it on the soundboard. I have it on the computer. Amazing. I've only met her one time, a Christina Aguilera. It was back when I was on the radio, and I met Black Christina. So I don't know what she's—I don't know what she's talking about. She walked in the room. She's like, "What's up?" <laughs> no, true, true story. This is back when she was doing the dirty, uh, and she had the thing. She had the song with Redman, and she has Extina on her. She was like, "What's up?" <laughs> I was like, "How are you doing?" She said, "I." Is this my seat? I was like, are we serious here? So I only know Black Christina. I don't even know this woman. (laughs) Yeah. And Mary J. Was Mary J.? Oh, was that this era too? I don't know if that was this era, but it it was a memorable meeting. (laughs) (laughs) She can't sing like you, but she knows how to treat people with respect. (laughs) Iconic. I love them all. I really do. Yeah. The lip piercing. There was this thing, the little diamond that she had. Oh. uh, I forget what it's called. Labrette? Maybe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she represented everything bad girl. Like, everything about her was like, oh my God, you can't do that. Mm -hmm. The pussy piercing, allegedly. Didn't she say she had one, like, in a special spot? Or was it the boob? I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure. I think she got the tits pierced. Yeah. For sure, the the tits. Yeah, because you could see it under the shirt. Yeah. Oh, I don't know how people do that. I don't know. Ow. I could do that easily because I don't feel anything. I mean, mm-hmm. like, I wouldn't want to be pierced, but, like, they don't do anything for me. No, anything that's, that's going to draw more attention there, please, no. I feel like, well, maybe I should. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The behavior that you exhibited was whore-like. The whore jumped out. Let me get mine, you get yours. Anyway. Back when the girls made real music. Real music. (laughs) Oh. Maybe I'll listen to this album again tonight. I think you kind of have to. Mm -hmm. And maybe I'll watch the DVD. I have it. Actually, no, I'm not giving it to you. It's safe. Well, no. Sorry. I trust you. I know it's online, though. I'm sure. Oh, they need to put it out in, like, Blu-ray or, like, 4K. Yeah. Whatever they call it now. They need to put all these things on streamers. Like, honestly, just, like, upload the fucking MP4 to yeah. Netflix. Let's get this. Is it together. on Netflix? Let me search Christina Aguilera oh, on Netflix. maybe it is. Nope. Damn. Gaga's five foot two is, though. Yeah, I know that. Burlesque isn't even on here. What are we even doing here? 
Speaking of burlesque, you know that gift shop that's nearby him? Yeah. I went in there the other day to get a candle, and they had coasters with, like, legends on it. Mm -hmm. Guess what they had? Not burlesque. Christina Aguilera in burlesque. So I bought two, and I put them down. He's like, oh, my God, I love this movie. Uh, I was like, me too. I was the only one in the theater when I came out on Thanksgiving. Wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Now I need to go get one. Yeah. Right down there. I gave them to Jake and Alex as a gift. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. The most thoughtful gift you could give. Great guest. Thank you. I try him. Well, it's been an action-packed week. <sighs> still got more ahead of us. Jeez. Coming up soon. What else? We've got some shows and some tours, actually. Mm-hmm. Yes, I saw this pop up. So Variety announced that the upcoming 400th episode of Family Guy will see Stewie delve into Stan culture as he becomes a crazed fan of a famous pop star taking wild lengths to feed his obsession. The girls with the passion for fashion. I'm really excited to see what the pop star is. Like, is it going to be someone in mm-hmm. the Family Guy arena? Well, you know, I feel like they're going to nail it, first of all, because I remember when they did the South Park Britney episode, they oh. fucking, the way that they kind of like dragged people ahead of its time a little bit. That honestly was ahead of its yeah. time. And so I feel like Family Guy will go all the way in. There'll be a message there. There'll be a message. Yeah. I am always going to be here for a dragging of Stan Culture. So we'll yeah. see. Yes. I think Family Guy's drag been on the me. Up now we get to watch them drag you. Yeah. Yeah. Now we'll do, um, honestly, it could just be the pop grape comment section is the episode. I got dragged again recently. For what? So I jokingly tweeted the. Oh, no. The chosen family meme that was going around. It was like, um, by the way, if you follow me on Twitter or if you don't, I have the funniest retweets if I do say so myself. That's all I do now is I just retweet funny shit because if I say anything, I get fucking dragged. Um, So the meme was, we as gay people get to choose our family, the family we choose, and then you put something. So, for example, one of my friends, Danny, did all of the dolls Uh like those little pixelated dolls oh yeah that meme yes yeah so that was a meme so i posted the gay culture in 2022 so it's like hrh collection yeah trisha crying the chrome biscuit lady halsey the Krispy cream lady psychonic the lisa rinna eminem it's just all chaotic obviously a fucking joke and what was so ironic to me was the stan stan twitter was dragging me for it being like that's not then and there. These are old memes and that's not funny. Got it. <sighs> yeah. You know, well, this is vile and disgusting. <laughs> I'm like, Twitter is a space that you can just look at from afar. Whatever. I thought it was funny. It's kind of, Oh, here we go. Word. Someone did quote retweet and said my brain 24 seven. Oh, there Thank we go. You. Period. Ah, more like period. Ugh. Oh, that's funny. Actually. <laughs> please step outside literally tweeted it from the park um well the bandwagoning is real once somebody laugh funny i'm very sorry that you experienced that oh it's fine i like really don't care but anyway um anyway we've also got some tours lined up we've got some announcements being made and not being made um first of all i want to mention i went to demi lovato's Holy Favuktor. <laughs> I have to say. There's so much hate in this world. A slaying occurred. 
I really enjoyed it. I genuinely did. She's I, so good live. She's so good live. I, as I've mentioned, I have seen her like through all the eras because of all the people she's toured with and just during music blogger heyday, it was like constant Demi, I felt like. She opened for the Jonas Brothers. I yeah. saw her sing at MSG. She cried. It was amazing. I just feel like Acapella. she's really in her rock girl bag. Yeah, I mean, and the cool thing was that, the cool for the summer thing, was oh. she did like uh, rock versions of Confident, Cool for the Summer, Heart Attack. Heart Attack, I love. So good. Uh, and played the guitar for some of it. Ooh, and to rock out. The vocals truly just, it was a reminder that... Demi's got the pipes. I was very into it. Had a great time. It was just, it was also, I really appreciate it was a, a short and sweet set. Like she just flew through the numbers. Loved that too. Just very. Now, did she sing Make a Wave? She did not. Remember <gasps> December? Oh, okay. Did she do This Is Me rock version? Uh, 29. Oh, but... I... oh, and of course. La La Land into La La, Ashley Simpson. <gasps> An inspired choice. Yeah. Yes. Ashley did not come out, unfortunately. But we still got La La, which was always exciting. And Goo Goo Dolls, Iris. Yeah, it was a great time. Had a good time. And then we met up at the Ritz. And then we met up at the Ritz. And stayed out till 3 a.m. Some of the boys were all over you, just saying. <sighs> yep. <laughs> That was the time we watched a drag show. Simone was in town. Got to Just see Simone. Him. And we had a lovely time watching the Wednesday night drag show at the Ritz, mm-hmm. where we belong. Yeah, we were there till three in the morning. We sure were. Anyway, there's also some tours coming up. Late breaking news right before recording the pod. Queen of Christmas. Well, actually, we can't say that because there's a trademark war. Queen of Christmas. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. That's been an ongoing battle. She wants it. Loretta Lynn, I think, has been trying to claim it. Like, all these... We can call you that, but don't try to trademark it. It's just... I am kind of don't want her to put herself in that box anymore because I hate I hate watching the youth say that she's just f- for that song. It, like, actually rattles me. Yeah. When like people say that she's only relevant for that song, I'm like... Yeah. Meteorite exists. Exactly. When is there two songs she's known for? Justice for You Don't Know What to Do. Exactly. I'm not going to rest until that song gets acknowledgement. Exactly. But in any case, we are once again diving into Christmas season, which means it's time for Merry Christmas to All coming in a very limited engagement. I think there's two shows so mm-hmm. far Madison Toronto Square Garden. And MSG. Yeah. Coming mid December. Festive. I'll try and go. It'll be fun, I'm sure. Oh, that'll be so fun. Singing All I Want for Christmas is You with all of MSG. It really is special to imagine, like, yearly going to see Mariah, if she really does this every year at MSG. Like, what a tradition that would become of, like, families going every year to that. It's special. So. The Rockettes. Yeah. Legless. (laughs) (laughs) Toothless, not legless. Yes, exactly. Nutcracker shaking. Nemo on ice, who? (laughs) Well, we're excited once again for the festive season. She has said not yet. It is coming. Now, when does she do that? November? Yeah. Okay. So Halloween happens, and then on November 1st, She does that thing of 
being going to bed in her costume and waking up and it's Christmas. Right. It was November, so I was giving an autumn in New York moment. <laughs> and, you know... Oh, Santa, Bob. Oh, Santa. You're going to have to hope that Santa brings you coin this Christmas because next <sighs> year is going to cost you a kidney. We already knew this was in the works, but now it's really, really in the works. Mm-hmm. Start saving now. What she's not giving us in visuals, she is giving us in tours. Beyonce, Renaissance, summer tour, incoming, confirmed. Confirmed. Auctioned off two tickets, the first two tickets sold to this tour, at the Wearable Art Gala. I believe they went for 50000 <gasps> However, two things about that. Number one, you know, philanthropists are auctioning on this knowing it's going to a charity. Okay, slay. And then two, the prize was not just the tickets. It was like flown out to where it is, like a a backstage tour from Mama Tina herself, Miss Tina. It was like a cool package. There was like airfare involved. So it it (laughs) was worth something like beyond tickets. But then also like, yeah, it's it benefits a charity. So like you've got high rollers, high rich people bidding on this shit. Therefore, you know what they should do? This is a concept. Oh. They should have rich people bid on ticket packages for locals. <laughs> what? Like, all of us are not going to be able to afford to go to this by right. summer of next year. <laughs> so there should just be a billionaire right. that funds us peasants yeah. with Renaissance tour tickets. You know, th- Rihanna, if you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> she is a billionaire now. She is. Mm hmm. It would be nice to do. Yeah. Imagine that chaos of like a billionaire handing out Renaissance tickets and you have to like, you know, scavenge hunt around the city. Charlie and the Chocolate Renaissance Factory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could not imagine, but we will be scrounging our coins right now, everybody. Get your money up because we will be not only Renaissance Summer Tour, Madonna Rumored Stadium Tour. We've got Taylor. Uh, Allegedly. Taylor allegedly. And we've also got this Rihanna allegedly. So at that point. Girls. It's been a good run for your bank account. But this is it. Just have like a festival. The girls festival. The girls festival. Yeah. They all do one song each. (laughs) I mean, if you think about it, a stadium ticket. I'm not saying how much I spent on Lady Gaga because I have PTSD. Right. Stadium tickets vary, but. That. Yeah, times four. Battle of the Legends next year. Yeah. We're going to hope they do a lot of contests. That's that's what we're hoping for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tweet this hashtag. Use Tweet our this, song on yeah. TikTok. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope that you are... Saving. Saving. And at, slaying. And slaying at midnight in the loneliest time. And we've had an action-packed week for sure. It's a lot. It's a lot of stuff. It's a supersized episode. And hopefully it's going to hold you off because we have some things planned. We are going to be doing our live chat and that will be next week's episode. So if you do want to tune in for that, you're going to have to become an icon. Oh, (laughs) yeah. So next week, icons, we will be chatting with you live on Discord Mm -hmm. during that episode. And for everyone else... Stream the loneliest time. Yeah, and we hope you have a happy Halloween. Yes. We're going to hear all about it. See, the thing is, when we come back, we will recap 
review resuscitate mm-hmm. from Halloween and yes. see what sort of foolishness people wore. Mm-hmm. Clowns of the week. <laughs> Insensitive outfits galore, I'm sure. Oh, every year. None of you better fucking fail. No Jeffrey Dahmers. No. No. Oh, no. No. That's going to be a thing, isn't it? It's already a thing. All these kids dressing as Jeffrey Dahmer. No. So I got to be real with you guys. <laughs> you look like fucking clowns. Do anything else. It's going to be a year. Yeah. Well, <laughs> clowns galore. Um, sure are. I'm a mouse, duh. <laughs> well, if you are a Patreon Legends Only fan, we also have an after show as always. So hop on over there for our something more personal exploration of T. Kyle's weekend. Yeah. And if edibles. These two hours were not enough. Yeah, exactly. We're giving you more. more. And if that's it for you, thank you for joining us. Yeah. And until next time, leave a five star review if you loved it. Oh, yes. We love that. Yeah. Pitchfork, <laughs> give us a 10. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We take our Metacritic score very seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, just like scroll down on the app. Yeah. Yep. Keep going. Oh, right there. Yeah. Uh, tap the five star. Give it just like Midnight's five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and hit submit review. Uh huh. Thank you. Yeah. And until then, we will see you in November. Wow. Yeah. Back. Oh, it's no, it's back to December all the time, is what she says. Yeah. Well, I'm going to trademark back to November all the time. How yeah. about that, Taylor? Come, come for me, TS management. <laughs> Get a good lawyer. <laughs> they would. <laughs> they actually would. We were kidding. If you come for me, I'm going to call you homophobic. Exactly. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's fine. Okay, bye. Bye. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.